terrible sequels for 300. Terrible sequels for 300? Yeah, terrible sequels for 300. What the fuck is this Jeopardy? Uh, apparently. Welcome. You've returned once again. To the Ronnie Show. To the Ronnie Show. I How are you? Oh, oh, I'm, uh, <laughs> oh, that's right. You're still here. <laughs> Welcome back to the Ronnie and Markel Make It Podcast Show. Hello again. This is episode number 21, and we're excited once again to be here for our second episode. 21? <laughs> second episode? I mean, second I, episode uh, in uh, oh, 2018. In, 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 in the 20s. In the 2018s. Uh, this year is kicking off to be an exciting one. Uh, we got tons of uh, great news for you guys. Um, some exciting news coming directly from us. Uh, shout out to Alicia Weinberg, uh, who actually was our first uh, contest winner that we had on Instagram. Uh, she won a exclusive uh, Rick and Morty uh, bus that we had. I think the thing is yeah, it's Rick big, and Morty so. bus. My dad gave me that bus and he took it and gave it away to a fan. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Listen, this is what happens. We do what we got to do for our fans. We give them everything. But again, uh, that bust is on its way to you, Alicia. So uh, congratulations to uh, you and answering the question correctly uh, and being the first one to do so. Um, so, where do you want to start, my good friend? So, starting off with terrible news. Let's get the bad Ooh, out. Let's get the bad the out of the way. All right. Uh, so, Hollywood loves to give us stuff that we don't want, like Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Hey, what uh, the hell? We we have a new Crocodile Dundee coming out. Son, the son was this the Dundee, the son of a legend, returns home. So, what you're saying is. That's that's not a knife. This is a knife. So I'm, I'm saying that it's, it's, it's going to be fucking terrible. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't think it's going to be terrible. I think that they're going to do a great job. It's going to be just like Big Mama's House too. Everyone loved that movie. <laughs> yeah. every All three people who watched it. <laughs> so shout out to Martin Lawrence. Uh, we, we, we still like Sorry about that. Yeah, I'm like uh, I'm still a big Martin Lawrence fan, but the, yeah, that movie uh, You sucked. don't have to apologize. Yeah, that's you in person. <laughs> you just go haul off and hook the shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hey, understand why they have to keep making like like there's there's a lot of there's a lot of books in the library. Go mess up some more books and turn them into terrible hey, movies. You, don't you touch do not touch don't, the books. Like leave Crocodile Dundee alone. I'm telling you, like, if uh, if the original guy is not in this movie, it's going to suck. Well, you, you haven't told us who it is that's going to be playing this illustrious son. Is it going to be Chris Hemsworth? Nope. It's going to be Chris Tucker. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just hey, kidding. Look, you know what? In this day and age where things are kind of popular and it's trendy, that might actually work. Like, hey, man, I ain't getting in the water with no damn crocodiles. They ain't going down, man. Nah, it's uh, Danny McBride. Uh, Danny McBride. All right, listen. Danny McBride is funny. I, I'm, I'm not gonna down that. Uh, was that Eastbound and Down is a hilarious show. If you've never watched it, 
please do yourself a favor. I don't even know if it's on Netflix or any of those streaming services, but you can find it. it we, the internet will allow you to find anything. I'm going to tell you this before this movie comes out. If Paul Hogan, the original Crocodile Dundee, the only Crocodile Dundee in my opinion, if uh, if he's not in this movie, like literally in it, starring, I don't mean a, a, a 10 second cameo in the beginning where he's like, that's my son. Uh, if he's not in this movie, this movie's going to suck. So you think he's going to phone it in and just get that paycheck? Maybe. Listen, I'm going to just go ahead and say this, and you may not agree with me, but the Crocodile Dundee movies ain't like it's ruining some like major franchise that well, was amazing. I, I, I'm going to keep a list. So, so far, we've got a terrible Overboard reboot coming out with Anna Faris. Hey, we need it. So we got Terrible Overboard and we got Crocodile Dundee. Let's see what else Hollywood has in store from our childhood to destroy. Listen, all they need to do, all they do is look at their properties that are there. Sometimes it comes down to a point where some of these companies buy so many properties and they like consume other companies. Disney. Meanwhile, Uh, we're still waiting on like a live action Voltron movie. That was Pacific Rim. What do you want? No, No, I want Voltron. Well, you got Power the, Rangers. The Wasn't that of the great? No, that was also terrible. No, hey, Power <laughs> Rangers was a great movie. I mean, it, it won all of. The- no, it was a great. It was a great cheesy TV show <laughs> when I was a kid, but it was a very terrible reboot. Uh, I, I thought that's what. I and, thought that's what and people yeah, wanted. And and I don't remember the, the black guy having autism when in in the original series. Yeah, I said it. Listen, I, I, here, here, here's here's where I stand on that. I think that they tried to make what they thought was a relevant movie, um, and they tried to up the ante, but the reality is, and I think we might have talked about this before, is uh, a a while back, if anybody's ever got a a chance to grace and see it, it had James Vanderbeek in it. There was an amazing fan-made movie that was that just should have been the amazing. freaking. Should have been. They should have finished that and put that in theaters. They couldn't. They got Saban got showed up by a bunch of people who just were fans, and basically they were like, "What the hell do we do? Oh, we're gonna go dark and edgy, and we're gonna try to make ourselves like a a CW style Power Rangers where." Rita's just going around killing people for gold. What the fuck? <laughs> so they turned Rita into a leprechaun? I'm confused. So she's going around. I need my gold so I can bring back my goldar. I don't know. But uh, there is a segue from Danny McBride. Danny McBride has been putting out photos online uh, of his up- upcoming movie, Halloween. No, he's not playing Michael Myers. He's actually going to be directing his own version. Now, oh, you're talking about the killer dude, Jason. What? No, the dude from <laughs> Hattonfield, New Jersey. That guy, yes. Uh, Michael Myers himself is going to be coming back. Hey, look, we all know with these legends, like, they they never die. They're going to always keep coming back every, like, five or ten years. Uh, so just get used to it. Uh, get your money ready. Get your popcorn ready. And it's going to come out in October, you know, just just in time for everything else. Um, let's see. Here's, how about this? This would be a hilarious uh, reboot for Halloween. How about a Halloween where he's not invincible? <laughs> so the second, the first time he like gets shot, he's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and he's like running from the kids. <laughs> That'd be an awesome Somebody Halloween. I'd watch. Pull out a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. he about the way. He's like, like "Oh, oh man, I didn't mean nothing with that machete." He's like, "Nah, man, it's not what you." Nah, see, we all know Michael Myers. He, it, when you watch those movies, I, you 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 can you can attest to this as well. 
those movies never were scary. They were always funny. And maybe it's just the sadistic mind that we have. But it's just fun to see like him get his hands on somebody. Like The same thing with Jason. It's just like, oh, oh yeah. here they, they go. He got his hands on when him. They, when they try to struggle. They try to struggle. Oh, they put up a fight. And it's like, wait, uh-oh, you knocked, the, you knocked the knife out of his hand. It's almost like they should dub over my, uh, Halloween movies with Steven Seagal's voice. Just so it can be those moments like, you knocking the knife out of my hand? Could have saved you a lot of pain. <laughs> and he just goes over there and like crushes his head with his fucking hands or something. Like, uh, what was the character from? Jo- um, nah, if we dubbing over movies, why not Ving Rhames? Ving Rhames? <laughs> <laughs> for who? Jason? Or yeah. for, oh. <laughs> for Jason? Oh, uh, yeah. Some kids over here. <laughs> All right. I'm going to have to kill me some kids now. That might be a good idea for a show, actually. <laughs> to do, like, uh, voiceovers for, for those movies. Could you imagine Chucky's voice with, like, somebody like Drake or, like, even Lil Wayne? Oh, God. I would watch an entire movie with Ch- with uh, Chucky with oh, Lil man. Wayne's voice. Nah, want, oh, that would be hilarious. Well, like, how hey, about, y'all, you want to... How you- about Leprechaun with, with, with young Wheezy voice? <laughs> <laughs> What? Actually, no. You know, I, I would do a voice with him because he has already has some kind of accent. I would give him something like even stronger, like a Liam Neeson or something. Ah, there we go. It's like, do you have my gold? No. Well, I have a particular set of skills, and I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna take the gold out of your ass. Uh, what else we got here? Speaking uh, of, uh, you want you want to talk about Suicide Squad? I know you love that movie. Uh, sure. Oh, God. I'll let you uh, talk about that because, you know, I'm so excited about the news that so uh, this, the, I, uh, I can't contain myself. You, I can hear the excitement in your voice. Um, so Suicide Squad has been uh, all the buzz in the last couple of days because uh, Jay Hernandez has popped up in a uh, picture online with uh, us. <laughs> no Twitter. one cares. <coughs> uh, no, no, no. I, people, I think people care, but... Here's a funny thing. I don't know how many people, when I say that name, Jay Hernandez, even know who the hell he was in the movie because all the characters were f- so forgettable. Uh, but Jay Hernandez was actually played by Diablo, you know, the metahuman with the fire powers who turned into some type of fire god-like thing to fight the thing that looked like Jamie Foxx in the, the Suicide Squad movie. I don't know. That's that's what happened and apparently he had to protect his family, you know, the group of criminals that he just met like a couple of hours ago, but now they all family. You, you, you know what I'm waiting for the most for Suicide Squad 2? And just because I'm, I know it's going <laughs> to fail, I'm waiting to see The Rock show up as uh, Black Adam. No, he's not showing up in this. They are not going to there's, there's, there's a rumor that he's supposed to show up in this movie. So on top of the movie being terrible, I'm just waiting for The Rock to show up like in Scorpion King fashion, like oh, oh, and do something. <laughs> it's gonna be so terrible. No, listen, he is—he's a mega movie star, so he refused. I'm pretty sure back then he was trying to make it, and they—he was okay with that. Now you can see from like the movies he do now, he's got way more control over like. He what still he did does. the Tooth Fairy, so he still has some terrible look, movies gotta, under his belt. We all gotta take one for the team. Listen, like, yeah, look, uh, Vin Diesel. He did the pacifier, okay? I oh, know that one was that one was pretty good. Listen, all right, we all take one for the team. <laughs> it wasn't better than like the last Fast and the Furious, which are just like unbelievable. But at the same time, it's just like, eh, you just keep watching it because it's like 
it's oh, it's a movie with half-naked women and fast cars, and for some reason in Cuba, everyone's driving a really, really nice car, which if you've ever seen Cuba, it's not that way. It's not the way it's set up. But anyway, I digress. Um, segue, still in the movie uh, land. Um, All right, something- now onwards. Since we tell a shitty one, we got to tell a good one. Yeah, let's so get, onwards okay, we balance to it out. John Wick News. Some John Wick news. So what do you got so there? So we got uh, the same the same guy who directed the first two is coming back, back again. Uh, Chad, I might fuck up his last name, Stahelsk, Stahelsky. <laughs> <laughs> Chad Stahelsky. Sorry, Chad. Uh, we actually got a chance to meet you in person, and uh, you were really great. You and, uh, um, what's his name, Keanu Reeves was uh, just John, real human people. Let's just, just say John Wick gives hope. That there are still good movies being made in Hollywood. Absolutely. Like, like, I'm like, I can't even tell you how excited I am that there's another one coming out. Like, I don't feel that about most other movies. Uh, uh, most of the movies that I feel that same sentiment about are, are probably Marvel movies. But, this is true. You know. Well, I would say this. This is, this. you know what, uh, talking about this news brought up something. You haven't seen it yet, but I was able to see Proud Mary. And Proud Mary was advertised as almost like let's let's just call it what it was. It was supposed to be like Atomic Blonde, Atomic Blonde, and John Wick, but it's a with a black chick. Okay, cool. Going to the theater, ready to go. I'm about to go see Proud Mary, who's got all these guns and shooting people and doing all this other stuff. And I don't know if they forgot that this was an action movie. But there's not that much action in the movie, and Proud Mary don't seem that dangerous. She's actually seems. Uh, I thought kinda, you was gonna say she don't seem that proud. Yeah, well, she seems proud, but it's just like she she really doesn't. Was have that just anything a snazzy snazzy title that they took from, yeah. a, from a Tina Turner song? Uh, t- yeah, that's what <laughs> they play that song. Like they use the hell out of that song. That song is in the movie probably like maybe three or four times, especially in the her in sequence, which she has some moments in the movie. Taraji Bjornsson is a good actress, but uh, my biggest problem was just like everything kind of felt very predictable and just kind of forced. Wait, let me, let me, let me, not to ruin anything, but there's an actual scene where Proud Mary has, for whatever reason, in her regular ass closet, not like a super spy closet, not like it's locked away underground like John Wick's uh, case of like guns and stuff. It's just in a regular ass closet with like one vanity wall over it with all of these guns. And she brings home some like stray kid or whatever who she like, you know, spoilers, kills his dad in the beginning of the movie. And she feels bad for the kids so she takes them in. And she tells him, the one thing you can't do is go into my room. He's a 12 year old kid left home alone. What the hell you think he gonna do if you tell him he can't go into the room? He's gonna go into the room and go play with the guns because it's so easy. He opens the closet. Oh look, it's a bunch of guns there. Also, like, uh, not to crap on it, but it also didn't do well at the box office either. Uh it it it. I think it, it made ten million on a fourteen million dollar budget. The the pro and the reason why I compare <laughs> it to John Wick is that let's face it, John Wick two was for me what gave that uh world more depth you for the simple fact that we like talked about before that they're making the continental tv show they introduced a whole like assassin world there was also a there. continuation from the first movie. it was a continuation it almost seemed like one big it seems like one big story one cohesive story so they didn't focus so much on story in 
the first one. It was this dude's this dude is mourning his wife. He's a retired assassin. They break into his house, steal his car, kill his dog, and for the rest of the movie, you just get to enjoy this dude kill people because they killed but his you, dog. But you forgot about the the most sentiment, the sentiment of his dead wife gave him that dog. Exactly. So there's like a little bit something extra there. So, but they didn't really bag on it. Like he wasn't sitting there like Batman, like having memories all the time of and like. If his all you wife Game of Thrones fans out there, he spent most of that movie running around after Theon Greyjoy. So, <laughs> like, even in Game of Thrones, everyone wants to kill Theon. Hey, uh, it's one of those things that just. John Wick and Proud Mary and Atomic Blonde. I still think Atomic Blonde is is a five out of ten in terms okay. of movies. Right, uh, Proud still Mary I'm still is watching about them. like a five and a half, maybe six. Because at least they do try to focus on storyline. I really just wish that I thought she was more dangerous. Like you think of John Wick and you're like. Wait, I remember I asked at a convention before, just, just speaking about John Wick, just because I love these movies so much. I asked at a convention, a question at a convention before, who would win in a like uh, a a character fight where it was this like versus series where it was Neo versus John Wick, and every three like we asked three people, all three of them unanimously said John Wick. Whether it well, be in, I'd, in I'd the actually, Matrix, I'd actually or, beg to differ and say Neo because remember why? Neo can stop bullets. Think about that for a second, <laughs> though. If you are in the Matrix and you are woken, like like Matt Hardy, woken. if you are woken, let's say John Wick seems like a very resourceful guy. So if he's in the Matrix where he can do almost anything, that's kind of, that's really dangerous for for Neo. I don't. I don't think so, just because I'm like, He'll I find think a we're way. forgetting about that Neo can fly and has all these powers and he's well, the chosen one. fighting the one just kind of changes yeah, that, it a little bit. I'm like, or did you not see that last fight he had with uh, Agent Smith? If he could endure that, I, I don't know what John Wick is supposed to do to him. Now, Neo in the real world versus John Wick in the real world, dead in two seconds. I still don't know because he's he's still he still knew all that martial arts even in the real world. Um, yeah, I, I don't. Th- <laughs> I think he would just die. Well, you just you because that's one one thing that you gotta uh, remember about John Wick. John Wick is good with a weapon. Uh, like I know, something he can that kill some, you with something, the fucking something that, yes, he's good with <laughs> weapons. But one thing that they'll probably explore a little more in the third one is like, how is he without weapons? Can he? Can he? Close can quarter he, combat. Can he, fight? he fights in the movie. Yeah, like he, he fought, but like like ninety nine percent of the people he killed in the movie is with a weapon. Because nobody wanted to see him punch a guy <laughs> in the face. We wanted to see him put a guy's head on the table. And even and the couple of scenes off. where, like, he is fighting and he drops his weapon, he's still trying to get his weapon. Oh, well, true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, granted, yes, he is He is, He is. is very dangerous so with any weapon in his hand. He's dangerous with a weapon. So I don't know if he's... If he put those weapons down and stepped in the ring with Neo, he might get his, his block knocked off. That remains to be seen. I just, I was just thinking that, that that was interesting that they thought that John Wick would beat Neo in that kind of like battle. So, hey guys, oh, spin, spinning it off from uh, from there. That one thing that I forgot that we didn't add was Creed too. You know they found. Oh, uh, that's right. Uh, yeah, yes. you know they found. Uh, they got the. You know we got Tessa Thompson and Sylvester Stallone coming back, but mm-hmm. they they finally found who's gonna be uh, Drago's son. 
It's a, a German boxer. Uh, the guy's a real boxer. What's his name? Florian Mun- Muntuni? Florian Muntuni. Guys, watch his run. He murders <laughs> his last names uh, all day long. But, yeah, he's supposed to be the son of, uh, you know. Uh, Ivan Drago, yeah. Yeah. Which, Which is really nice that they're continuing the storyline and, like, making their – Going into the, the Rocky story, telling you where Rocky is at this point. Let's just face it; he's at some point in this in this franchise. Rocky's gonna die like Paulie. Nah, I don't think they should do it that way. He's they can they can bow not, my life. Not that. in the exact same way. I just think he is gonna die. I think I I can't wait to see the dialogue between uh, Dolph Lundgren and Michael B. Jordan's characters. Mm. You know, this guy killed his father on purpose. <laughs> not not an accident. You just beat him to death. So, but that all de- it all depends. So See, like, just think about that. Like, his son is gonna fight Creed in the you know in the movie. Like, that's gonna be a little whirlwind adventure right there. See, to me, that that is a perfect recipe. That I think that you would think he is gonna go in there and you're gonna get you know tough guy uh, Dolph Lundgren. I, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking we're gonna get Karate Kid Part Two. Explain. Like, remember in the Karate Kid, remember one thing, like, uh, uh, Daniel, uh, it's funny, I'm talking about the Karate Kid, Daniel wanted his training to continue, but Mr. Miyagi was like, ah, I don't want to, you know, fighting is bad, and all of a sudden he befriends the other guy, uh, and I don't remember offhand, but remember the other uh, teacher guy, teacher, and yeah. Uh, yeah, he yeah. befriends him, and then he t- trains him. But he was training him inappropriately on purpose. Then, twist in the middle of the movie, you find out the guy who's been training him was related to the bad guy from the first movie. And that they were setting him up. So I feel like they're going to put... There's going to be some kind of spin on this movie outside the ring. It's because there's one thing with the Rocky movies. There's always a uh, constant battle in the ring and out of the ring. So you know they're going to put... Some other obstacle somehow, like maybe uh, maybe Dolph Lundgren's son is gonna be like Creed's friend outside the ring first before they even learn who he is. And, that would and be that. beautiful, right? Yeah, that's like he he befriends this new guy that he takes in or whatever, and you find out who it is, and that's that's nice too because like in the casting, that's one of those things where the audience knows more than the characters that's going on, and it's just like, man, look at these guys, they are peace, they're going. But that's that's the thing you have to look at is that I feel like you could wind up with something special there, which is just like people don't. I'll bring it up. People don't really like, you know, where they're going with the Star Wars thing. And I'll bring that up. But what you're slowly seeing is happening. And it would have happened anyway. God rest her soul, Carrie Fisher. Her character would have like I think her character would have died at some point because they're trying to move into new stories. They're done with this like Skywalker thing, but I think with this, I think that the Rocky series is, if you notice in the title, it's called Creed. I don't think that like we're gonna continue. Maybe he won't die, but we're yeah, not gonna focus so much on Sylvester Stallone anymore. I just they're think gonna he's focus gonna, more on Michael I B. think Jordan. he's basically taken over as like coach. He's just gonna be like his coach in this movie to you know push him on and give him those words of wisdom, but. Let's you know. remember, we, like, uh, Paulie was important to. I keep, wait, I keep saying, wait, is it is it Paulie or yeah. Mick? No, not Paul. No, Mick. Yeah. His his trainer was Mick. 
No, yeah, his trainer was. His trainer Mick. was Mick. Paulie is. Paulie uh, was his uh, best the, friend. His uh, best friend or whatever. No. But, but then they killed Paulie and Rocky Balboa. Boy, Rocky Balboa. No, and um, and Creed. In Creed, we found out that Paulie yeah. Paulie died. So I, I think in right now, like he's going through a challenge as well, which is like he's trying to settle into sort of old age. But I I envision Ivan Drago's son, Ivan Drago's son. And Michael B. Jordan being the next Rocky and Apollo Creed, like in terms of the franchise, like I think friends based on yeah, them he's fighting, become the yes. best friend of the guy. Your dad killed my. Well, maybe see now when you say it that way, maybe Dolph Lundgren's character may die in this movie somehow. Here's and here's so this is this is my prediction and and they I don't know if they're going to because I because I, I, I don't see them sitting down at family dinner by the end credits like pass the potatoes you kill my father you <laughs> <laughs> no no but I think you're I think you're missing something else that happened he didn't just kill Apollo Creed's uh, or um, Adonis Creed's dad he also killed Rocky's best friend. Yeah. So how does Rocky feel about this? Oh, of course. In that sense, like, well, yeah, I think he's that still gonna have some. You're, you're gonna so have, you're gonna have these two dad, like dad-like characters. One is an actual dad. The other one is like a father figure, training the hell out of these boys to go and fight something that they really didn't have anything to do with. It's just, it's unfortunate that, like, yes, like my dad died in this process of this like dangerous game. But at the same time, like, you two old men are basically like, you know, I never think about Ivan Drago. He got his ass knocked out by Rocky. So I'm pretty sure in his mind, he's just like, oh, I, I lost to this guy. And then Rocky's also saying, I lost something to this guy. Even though I beat this guy, I still lost something important. But did he really win? <laughs> That's like a mental thing. Yeah, like, right? So it's like, yeah, did he, he really beat win? him in the ring, but did he really win? Your friend still died. I still killed your friend like a stuck Irish pig. <laughs> now you think about that when I beat the rap. <laughs> okay, Untouchables. <laughs> um, I, I, honestly, like I, I absolutely could sit here all day and talk about Rocky. Just oh, because of course, we like, could do a whole podcast uh, on it. It's just a beautiful franchise. If you guys, have, if you've never sat down, and I know some people who haven't, it's, like it's sat beautiful down that we got a chance to have a Creed franchise now. Somebody. This is and, I, and that's what I really love about this. Like I think that more. Th- this is a, a a golden age. I think, and I'm gonna step on my soapbox for just a second. But I think this is a golden age of makers. I think at this point in time in, in our lives, there's more resources than ever to like actually go out and do something. Like oh god, there's a line in an amazing album that we'll talk about, uh Eminem's new album Revival. There's a line that he says in the song um uh believe believe which is uh something about like oh being yes, being poor is a poor excuse. Being poor. It should be excuse. it should be motivation to like get you like going. You have more basically you have more you being poor you have more of a reason why you should like get your ass up and like be successful than somebody who actually has money because they can just kind of sit back on that money and not do anything and still be okay your poor excuse is i'm poor and i can't do it it's like no there's Help more me, than enough I'm resources poor. so i mean that's, that's just me getting myself back for a second but like um just dancing over into if you haven't listened dancing to revival on over. Do, uh, do, 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 oh i love it do, 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 do. <laughs> Yeah, I can segue it. into music if you want. Hell yeah, I think that was it for music. our uh, movie news anyway. 
uh was that everything yeah that was everything but segue just real quick into music um so as we record this podcast right now it is nighttime and i have been up uh for a very long time i got probably about two hours of sleep i'm just gonna be completely transparent with you um and and the reason i'm for fully that, and i'm fully rested because i <laughs> wasn't you. a fool to not get any sleep <laughs> So what I actually did this morning was uh, I spent some time in New York and I got a chance to uh, photograph and meet uh, once again uh, the wonderful band who just came out with their new album uh, on January 19th uh, called Mania, uh, Fall Out Boy. Uh, such an amazing band, uh, so positive. I, I can't say enough. Just go out and check out any of their albums. But their new album just dropped the 19th and uh, I listen to every it song. Mania? It's called Mania. It's Mania. really nice. It's 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 a one of their best albums. But me personally, I like uh, what is it? American the uh, American Psycho one. American, I think it's American. I think yeah, American I heard Psycho. like one of the singles they released this morning when they were on uh, the radio, and it yeah, it sounded pretty good. Very nice. My favorite song on there is uh, what is it? The Royal. I got it on my phone. Tenenbaum. The Royal Tenenbaum. <laughs> no. Yes, of course. Uh, let me see. What the heck was it? I'm looking at my phone. As I talk to you right now, I'm scrolling through my Apple Music, which you can get for only $9.99 a oh month for a God, single person. <laughs> no, I, that, that, that's a, a shameless promotion of uh, Apple Music. Um, it's, it's called Stay Frosty Royal Mi- Milk Tea. Hmm. I actually don't hear them say that in the song at all, but you listen to that song and wanted to, again, going back to like amazing lyrics that are really inspirational. Um, one of the lyrics in the songs. Let me go to it right now. Pull it up right now. Let's see. Oh, lyrics are not available as of yet. Well, I'll just <laughs> I'll give you a paraphrase. <laughs> see, we do this live, so <laughs> um, I'll paraphrase it. Which is like again, it goes back to like you don't you kind of your own worst enemy, and when it comes to you wanting to do something because mainly you can get in your own way so again i'll get off my soapbox but those two albums are my two anthems for 2018 in terms of just getting up get my ass out there and just making a a wonderful life for myself so um i encourage you guys to do the exact same thing uh over in oh wait no so for well we still on movies i mean music Gotta give uh, a moment of silence for uh, the Cranberries. You know, the oh, Cranberries yeah. lost uh, their lead singer, Dolores. Yes, yes, yes. Or, I'm <laughs> her last name too, messing it up. Or Rorden. I think it's Aurora. What's her first name? Dolores. Dolores Aurora. But she was a great singer. I remember her from freaking since my, my days in high school, which was a minute ago. Wait, that's uh, a, that song is called Zombie, isn't it? Yeah. Because I've been so saying that for years. Zombie, Linger, Zombie. Just Zombie. My Imagination, The List Goes On, Free to Decide. Man, that was my that was one of my favorite bands. And, yeah, she she was only 46 years old, out, and she died suddenly. So, uh, Some, um, big shout-out to her and the Cranberries. Uh, rest in peace. And, uh... Yeah, I think I blasted her music in my car with the windows down the night, the first night that I heard that happen. That's sad, man. Um, you know, prayers go out to her family and everything. I know it's, uh, you know, tough to lose anybody, but especially in the um, in the music world, like we're losing legends left and right. Um, uh, I'm still here, so. What? You're not in the music world, you son of a. No, I'm a, but I'm a legend. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll well, okay, uh, future legend. 
Future legend. Future legend. That's a that's a hashtag. Future legend. Go ahead and uh, put that out there. <laughs> um, let's see. So I think that was it for everything in terms of movie news. Let's jump into comics. Uh, we haven't had some good uh, sexy comic news. So a couple episodes back, we talked about um, Brian Michael Bendis' departure uh, from the great world of Marvel. Uh, and going over to uh, DC. And I think you predicted this uh, a little while ago, too, which is uh, when he came over there, it was like, oh, no, Brian Michael Bendis is not going to get, like, you know, he's not going to get He's not going to get first dibs on one of the large superheroes first. I mean, to have a writer <laughs> of his caliber, oh, wait, he is. Of course he is. Makes sense. Well, well, the interesting thing behind it is that they're they apparently they've planned this out. So he is actually going to be taking on the Boy Scout himself um, in Action Comics uh, issue one thousand. I'm amazed that it's uh, one thousand issues. It's a lot of comics, um, but at the same time, you have some covers being done by Jim Lee and Tom King. Uh, some stories coming up by uh, Scott Snyder and a bunch of other guys. It's an all-star cast that are they're devoting to this and. Oh, don't forget Louise Simonson. Louise Simonson, yeah, exactly. Like, come on. Like, Brad we, Meltzer, John Cassidy. Right now, I think there's this is a, a really important time, I think, in the major two, the DC and Marvel, because there's some other news. I don't know if you, you heard about. Did you hear about Dan Slott's news? Nope. So Dan Slott will not be doing Amazing, Sp- Amazing Spider-Man. He is actually moving on to another um, not so popular in the comics, but really Classic popular in the man. movies. No, oh, that, wait, no. That's, he's Marvel. That's, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's right. DC didn't scoop him up yet. You never <laughs> know. They might be plotting on him. But uh, he's actually going to be moving on to Iron Man. In, in oh, an, nice. um In a untitled, they called it an untitled project that they're working on with Iron Man. So hmm. Dan Slott, has, we've actually met him. He's a really cool guy. Uh, very charismatic. And, you know, it's very, gonna be to an take issue. Pictures. It's going to be an issue where Iron Man gets stuck in his suit and he can't get out and he has to pee really bad. And they're gonna have all these other superheroes, including Thor, trying to get him out of the suit, but the suit just won't open. I, I don't think Dan Slott's gonna write that. But okay, he, but I came up with a good idea on the fly. There you go. You know what? Hey, get out there and you, you can. You never know. That can that can turn into something. Guys, I want you to listen real close. I gotta be. It's, it's not gonna turn into anything. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that, that's those are some two big major comic news. Uh, but going back to the boy in red and blue, um, I'm gonna just go ahead and, and, and I captioned this myself: Superman's getting some draws. <laughs> okay, that sounds <laughs> weird. Might want to rephrase that. A little oh, bit. I, maybe I should rephrase that. What I'm actually talking about is that Superman is actually uh, in the New Fifty Two, if anyone remembers, uh, and for the you know DC Cinematic Universe, they took the red speedos off of him and they gave him an all blue suit and gave him the uh, the S on his chest. You know, you remember that S where I come from? That S stands for hope. You know, remember yeah. that? Um, so they're actually going to be putting the red speedos back on him now. I think this is par- actually going to like hope starts with an H. Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, were people in Krypton illiterate? I understand. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> um, but yeah, like so in in this Action Comics one thousand, we are going to see the Boy Scout himself, the man who stands for truth, justice, and the American way, uh, is going to Captain be returning. America? No, not Captain America. Wait, actually, you know what? Yeah, he does kind of stand for that too. So yeah, yeah, I guess so. 
Um, but he will be getting his famous uh, red speedos back on uh, to put over his uh, tights. I'm very curious to see how Brian Michael Bendis is going to write that back in there, or is it just going to show up? Like, is it just going to be one of those Maybe things? Maybe he's going to pull him out the closet and open a briefcase and go, there you are. I've been looking for you forever. Like, I don't know. I'm just. I want to buy that issue just to see what they do with it. Is it? I know that uh, one of the amazing covers that they have online now is one done by Jim Lee. But come on, like when he picks up a pencil and starts drawing DC characters or Marvel characters, you know it's going to be something amazing. So big shout out to Jim Lee. Um, but let me see. I think that was. Wait. Oh, we got some other stuff in comic news. Um, after Superman gets his draws, now we got. Uh, Mark uh, Mark Miller uh, has decided that he's going to go ahead and not. He's going to do a little bit of a fantasy casting for his uh, Kick-Ass 3 series, which is starting a uh, young black girl as the main pro- main protagonist in this one. Um, and who is it that he's interested in? Uh, Tessa Thompson, also who's going to be in Creed 2. Hey, she's she's coming up. Let me, let me tell you, I will say again for uh, Thor Ragnarok, I actually didn't think that she was going to be as involved in the movie as she was. And I appreciate it because she she held her own. She did exactly what she was supposed to do. She, you know, gave you enough about her to actually give a shit about her as a character. And I want to see more of her in the next movies. Uh, I'd like to see her in Infinity War. I also want to give uh, Mark Miller another shout out and marketing gold for putting out kick-ass in february for the black woman in black history month this is crazy it's like black month <laughs> like hey look black man. panther kick-ass kick-ass now it's hilarious speaking of speaking of uh black history this actually um slides us over into a little bit of tv news we only had like one thing on here which i got a chance to watch half of the episode of black lightning but i wonder if you know the significance of the black lightning character in the dc universe do you uh that they got they casted the guy from living single no single. single. does anyone remember that show it's on hulu if you haven't watched it it's, it's fantastic it's a wonderful show from the 90s called living single queen latifah anyway i digress um no, um, DC, the, the Black Lightning character in terms of DC Comics, do you know his significance? I don't know shit about Black Lightning. Oh, okay. I literally didn't know he existed until I seen the trailer. So true. What question. are there, like, three black superheroes in Marvel and DC? Well, not not totally, but, <laughs> yeah, there are very small. Are there even them. ten to count? <laughs> There's ten. There's ten. I can, I can count. But I want to ask you a, a trivia question. Who, who was the first black superhero black in in not in freaking oh, i thought you meant in general I, in dc black, black Panther. uh black man what <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do your homework I, <laughs> like black man who do you think like I'll, I'll give you, i'm, I'll give I'm you. gonna say uh a cyborg for 300 so I'll give you uh, 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 I'll give you A, B, and C. Look, I don't, I don't, look, I don't need Black Lightning and Static Shock. I don't know Static Shock. I don't know. It's Black Lightning. Jesus uh, okay. He, so it's not a coincidence that they're using him as the first show because he was the first in their comics. So oh, yeah, that's nice. his big significance. A lot of people get him confused with Static Shock, but they are not the same I, person. I don't really they're get him confused. We we just don't have a lot of mainstream black characters, so. It I didn't know change. there were didn't know there were a lot. <laughs> didn't know there was more than just Black Panther. Give it a few more decades, it will change. And uh, Falcon, 
hey, look, we, we have a freaking uh, Asian Superman. So progress is being made slowly but surely. Okay. So, oh, and Hulk. And Adrian Hulk, yes. Right. So we have slowly but surely progress. We have a female Thor. We have a Miss Marvel. Uh, Miss Marvel Pakistani. And it's like, yes, it's gonna be a trendy thing for a little while, but I think what what people have to look at instead of just looking at it as a trend is that these are some kind of things that are important for people who are growing up who may want to be inspired to do this stuff. They can see characters that they can personally relate to. As much as I love Superman, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not I, that's that's not me. I'm, <laughs> it's not who I am. I wasn't. I wasn't born that way. So uh, I relate more to Batman because he's in a mask. I think most people relate more to characters with masks because you can be the character under the mask. That's why Spider Man is so damn popular. You know. So um, it's just really important for us to have a face. That we can relate to. And that runs the place. Face that runs the place like AJ Styles. Uh, yeah, I, but I, I really I think that just from the half of the show that I saw, I'm going to watch the other half uh, when I get home tonight. And it will. Get I was like interested. The trailer got me interested. So yeah. yeah. Do you know his powers? Uh, lightning. There you go. He can uh, he can control. One stuff more note on uh, one more note on Kickass. I sure hope he does a signing finally gonna be there with like a million people Jesus. <laughs> to get all my stuff finally signed this guy. I don't wait it's, he's not who's drawing it Romito yep still Romito, Romito. will probably do the signing cause I, I, I if they do it to, if they do it together it's gonna be a ticketed signing which is oh, just an, which is just annoying uh, for any of you out there who don't know what a ticketed signing is please Ronnie explain what a ticketed signing it means you have to win a fucking dumbass contest and in order to even qualify to get to the sign. I'm not going to name any names about different to people that do that. But, there know. are multiple comic book stores that do that. Some big major I know trends. they do that so there's not like a million people, but it's just kind of annoying. Mostly because they don't pick me. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's the biggest point of it. It's like, look, they don't pick me, so I'm not very happy about it. Um, I would be right there in line if uh if if they did have a signing that wasn't ticketed hopefully it's just a regular signing that people can just stand in line because come on like again how many have you ever seen a signing with mark uh, mark miller uh, a couple years back i remember it was, was that one East he Coast? did at like uh comic-con new york yeah oh wow a couple years ago <laughs> but he's done one? he's done some more recently they've just been all ticketed oh okay well, hopefully we do get a chance to go to that, and uh, maybe we'll even get a chance to interview him, and we'll bring that interview to you guys. Um, let's see. I think what we have left here I think we're is moving over to some more glorious news. Some glorious news. Please share the glorious news with our people. The glorious news and wrestling. Mr. Bobby Roode won the, uh, the tournament, the U.S. title tournament, so he's your new U.S. champion. He is your new U.S. champion. He beat Jinder Mahal, which I'm actually I'm actually glad that Jinder Mahal didn't didn't win because I didn't really need to see him have another title and do his kind of heelish talk shit kind of thing because he's getting better on the mic. He's just not there yet, um, and I and I say that. But let me let me go and and, and just put. Uh, a match that I actually liked from Raw that happened recently with one guy that I really like and somebody else that 
uh, I feel like he's up and coming, and he's going. He's gonna wear that gold at some point. Uh, he's wore. He's wore it one time. That man is the demon, uh, Finn Balor. He had a match with Seth Rollins, which I thought was oh, how was amazing. that? I didn't. I missed that one. I it was didn't a, watch that. Here's here's what. There's there's two big reasons why. One, it felt like a real match, which we don't get that often anymore. <laughs> and two. You missed out. Now, you can go back and watch it on the WWE Network for only $9.99 a month. Um, you can go back and watch that. And he actually beat Finn Balor with the curb stomp. Uh, which... Oh, uh, yeah. I heard he brought that back. Yeah. He brought that back for this. I don't know if it's going to continue to go forward. But I think the entire audience was like, holy crap. He just did the curb stomp. Like, wait a minute. Which I I, uh, I don't know if you heard if you get a, if you get a chance there is a really great podcast uh, and it's very short where he answers a question about like why he decided to take on the pedigree and why um, he's had this like Vince McMahon had a conversation with him about stop doing the curb stop because he said one day Vince McMahon was just looking I'll tell you just a, like a quick little uh, shorter abridged version of the story if you want to listen to the whole thing you go on YouTube and type in Seth Rollins curb stomp stop or something like that um, and the abridged version is basically Vince McMahon looked at it and said if you're going to be the guy that wears the title and be the face of the company and kids are going to be out there practicing your moves on each other. I think that there's a greater chance that one of these kids will wind up really injuring a family member or friend doing a curb stomp versus <laughs> doing a spear. Or Man, a I shouldn't curb stomp my mom. Exactly. Like, wow. Like, what the hell? Hey, my mom, mom too. What the Give me your mom. I need to curb stomp you. Yeah, I mean, could you imagine when we were little if, if that move was around? Oh, if we were little, I'd be doing it on you. Exactly. Like, I'm sitting there trying to clean the floor, and he just comes out of the Like, it's, I think it's the same reason why they, they stopped Randy Orton from doing the bunk kick. If you remember, he's oh, the bunk kick the shit out of people. <laughs> that's true. Which was hilarious. But at the same time, you got to kind of think, like, the demographic is, like, it's a lot of kids, and it's different people doing these moves. So... Uh, he wasn't really sure about what move he wanted, so he decided, hey, I'm going to ask Triple H because it's only one move that, you know, uh, it's only like it's only one other person who's had that move in WWE. And this is him. And like, again, Triple H is kind of like a businessman now. He still kind of does some fun stuff, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but he he gave him his blessing and it's there's a little bit more to the story so definitely check out the full story there but that's pretty much how we got Seth Rollins with the pedigree it worked out perfectly with the storyline Vince loved it yeah but I gotta watch that I don't watch Raw for one week and then it was a great match I think Finn Balor showed me that he should be in the ring for the title Oh really? I think I think one of us has been saying that. I, I, I know I know you said that. It's time. Uh, John Cena said this a while ago. It's time that WWE needs a fighting champion. It's time to have a guy who's going to be there every week and defending the title and stuff, not showing up five times a year. And it's just I don't know. It's getting a little boring to me. I feel like we need some new blood with the title. I love Brock Lesnar. One of definitely a future Hall of Famer, but. Time for somebody else to be holding that strap. He could take a break. Go, go spend your millions on your wife and kids. <laughs> <laughs> he could he could buy more farms and garden and stuff. Um, I mean, Brock Lesnar has a place there uh, in terms of he's kind of been carrying this title. What is he like a two-time Universal Champion now? Uh, yeah, I think two-time. Two I can't remember. 
I think too, because he takes so many breaks. Who can even keep count? Yeah, like he's not really around to like keep defending it. They basically make him fight as if he was in the UFC, which is like, ah, uh, you're gonna fight at this one, and you're gonna take two months off, and then we'll see you again at the major pay-per-views. So I understand. He's a headliner. He's the money maker. So it, it know, would really be nice if uh, it would really be nice if um, I'm segueing into the. The Royal, uh, well, it's still wrestling, but the kid, the uh, Royal Rumble match for the women. I'm sitting here looking at the picture, and I, it'd be really nice if there was a twist in that match, and Asuka doesn't just win the the first women's Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I don't know. She's a little overrated. She's very pretty though, but she's overrated. Here's the thing. I think, I, and maybe you maybe you agree with this, maybe you won't. I think the reason why people have uh, an issue with Asuka winning. And going on is that maybe we feel it's a little Roman Reign-ish. Like, it, it feels like she just got here and she's getting the, sh- the the one-way ticket to the world title. Like, maybe we feel that way. Like, maybe she hasn't. We we forget the fact that even she's been in this, this arena, WWE, for a little bit, a couple months. She's also still undefeated. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> so, like, let's not forget that. Let's not forget that. What I would prefer to see from Asuka, if I could, is not this Bailey version of Asuka, but I'd like to see a darker version of her. I'd like to see her give some hard-ass kicks to the face to these women and, like, you know, show them a, a fighting champion, as you said. That's what I would want to see from her. I, I'm, I'm still, maybe I'm also still a bit sour that uh, she beat uh, Emma, at uh, the TLC pay-per-view. Then she fought Emma again on, on her Raw debut and beat her. And then they let let Emma go. And I'm like, Emma is another, another one on my rant of wrestlers that are underused in the WWE. Like, they barely ever use Emma in anything good. And then just when she gets a, a match against, like, one of their top superstars, which she could have easily been in the top spot, but mm. they chose someone, uh, Asuka, but, uh, you know, and then they then they let her go. So who is your, just, I think we talked about this before, but who is your solid pick? We are only, we're actually only a few days away from, by the time you guys hear this episode, um, it will drop on Monday, and you'll he- and you- it'll be the same day as the 25th anniversary of Raw. Yep. And who is your pick? Only a well, less less than two weeks away from for the, rest- for the female for the Royal Rumble for for both. Let's say both for the Royal Rumble in general. I know Miz is fighting Roman Reigns, but I hope that the Miz loses to Roman Reigns only to win the Royal Rumble. You want him to win the Royal Rumble. I want The Miz to win the Royal Rumble. To fight who? Now, that'll be an interesting question if The Miz... Well, I don't know. You know, I don't... If, if let's say, somehow, Brock Lesnar keeps his title against uh, Braun Strowman and Kane, it would be crazy insane. Brock Lesnar versus The Miz. And then everybody thinks that, oh, man, The Miz has no fucking chance of beating Brock Lesnar. And he does. Through cheating? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say... <laughs> He got the Miz derived. One thing that the Miz has inherited from a wrestler of the past, like, like Rick, there's a part of the Miz that reminds me so much of Ric Flair. Yeah. Where, uh, like, like, hey, he's had that Intercontinental title, what, about seven times, I think, now? Quite a bit. And, and um, at least two or three of those times were through cheating. So, 
I wouldn't be surprised. Remember what happened to The Rock a few years ago when uh, he fought CM Punk for the title. Lights went out, lights came on, and he was like unconscious in the ring, and somehow the Shield were out there. So if, if something like that went down and then he beat Brock Lesnar, that'd be amazing. I have my own prediction. I know I I forgot about you. I know you said uh, you said who do you want to see for women? For the women, it would it would be cool if they didn't if they didn't didn't if they just teased the fact that Oscar was gonna win and then she got thrown out the, at the last minute by someone like Paige. Oh, that would be <laughs> hilarious. Um, I would have to say I have a prediction. I believe. That in the in the main event for the world title for the I'm sorry for the universal title, it is going to be Finn Balor versus John Cena. Oh, you're talking about for the SmackDown title? No, not for the not for the SmackDown title. I'm talking about for the universal title. Oh, you think it'll be Finn? I Finn, feel like. How do you say Finn Balor versus John Cena? Because I feel like something weird's gonna happen between now and WrestleMania. I have this feeling that. We're going to get a chance to see... That'd be a hell of a match. Yeah, like, who, who do you root for in there? Like, it's a... That'd be awesome as when I watch AJ Styles versus Finn Balor, which is still one of my favorite matches of 2017. A great match. Who's... That's the, that's the big question, I feel like. Who are we going to see AJ Styles defending title for? Because let's face it, this guy's going all the way to WrestleMania with that title. Who is he going to fight on the SmackDown roster? You know, it just popped into my head if, if <laughs> and this person, Rusev. Oh, for the world title? It'd be awesome if Rusev got the title. I mean, he's been a champion before. He's been the U.S. champion. I'm thinking about somebody who, somebody besides AJ Styles that could hold the title, who could keep up with it for a while, and and he's a bad guy. So of course, you know that always causes a controversy in wrestling. I don't know. I see. I see. uh, Rusev is a world champion. Not yet. I think he's 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 good. Like Shinsuke Nakamura is too soon. It's too soon for that. I don't know. Wait, when's wait, wait a minute. You just you just that that's, that's who he's fighting for WrestleMania. That's way too Sensuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles. When have they fought? Uh, they have not fought in this wrestling. Too soon for Shinsuke to be a champion. Maybe like next year SummerSlam. Uh, maybe like maybe like maybe like SummerSlam or something. You telling me that wouldn't be a, a great match though? Oh, It'd be a great match. That's a, just that's don't a world wanna, title match. Just don't want to see it yet. I, I'm still trying to get over. Uh, oh, oh, you're you're forgetting if uh, if uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn aren't the WWE champion after. Oh Rumble. yeah, I totally forgot about that stupid match. Listen again, my prediction for that is very simple: that it's not gonna. They're gonna. They're those two are gonna fight it out, and they're not gonna allow one to pin the other for the title. And we're gonna wind up seeing one of these guys get a fucking phenomenal forearm to the face and the other one stand there and watches the other person gets pinned and then that's going to break them up hopefully they don't I don't care to see Sam they're not going to break up yeah they just got together not that long ago with the yup yeah they're not that's corny to me yeah it's kind of corny it's original with Daniel Bryan it's uh. here's I seen a I seen an interesting rumor online. Where we, we know we don't necessarily like divulge into rumors, but just something to, to to chatter about. There was a rumor online that was on Forbes 
that the winner of the of the Royal Rumble. Are you ready for this? Uh-huh. Daniel Bryan. Nah. That Daniel Bryan is not as injured as people think he is, and that he's actually going to be get his his WrestleMania moment and become the champion again. Hey, I mean, well, if he wants to, t- if he really is secretly injured, I'm like, maybe you will get a chance to see what you've wanted and have talked about on this podcast and talked about with me, which is Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar. I'm going to say no, just because <laughs> in the condition that, that uh, Danny Ryan is in now, that would be very dangerous. You telling me he wouldn't tap Brock Lesnar ass out? Oh, I'm not saying that. I'm saying remember what happened to AJ Styles, how he got ta- tossed around like a rag doll. I think the Ooh. same thing would happen to him. And, if, and imagine him, him falling on his neck again. Wait, well, something else is that people aren't really paying attention to. What about Samoa Joe? He hasn't really... Like, oh, Samoa Joe's good. He's not corny. They need to do something with him. I would like to see a Samoa Joe. If they switch brands for a second, I'd like to see a Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles for the title. Uh, that might just be a chokeout. You think you're going to choke AJ Styles With a wrong move. A <laughs> wrong move, and that <laughs> might be a chokeout. Jump into a fun... You know who, you know who Samoa Joe is? Taz. Oh, exactly. That's yeah. pretty much who he is. More like a bully version of him. He's a bully. He's, he's taller. Exactly. He's more of a bully, like... I don't yeah, care I, about fancy catchphrases and none of that stuff. I'm just here to win titles. He just show up and beat you up, which, which is nice because, like, I've always wanted to see you. Seeing him back in the TNA days, I always wanted to see him come over here and see what he would do. And I, when I saw him over in NXT, I was like, he's doing great, but, like, I want to see him in the main roster because I'd like to see. Have we seen a Samoa Joe versus uh, John Cena? Uh, yeah, Samoa Joe lost. Oh. <laughs> and, um, about this corny match uh, Usos against uh, Gable and Benjamin I, I get a feeling that Gable and Benjamin are they going might, to win they might win because they won actually the last time they, I went to a lot of Smackdown they won they, had, they won on like a whack technicality but then they had to they reversed it and then they lost I just feel like they want to put the straps on it just to see what it would be like but I feel like at some point they want to break up the Usos. I'm still waiting for that women's tag team division to show up. That's been predicted for 2018. I think that people are going to be looking for that. And maybe, maybe with, see, this the next pay-per-view after Royal Rumble is, is uh, the big one is WrestleMania. Well, they're, they're expanding the women, like, a lot and a lot and a lot. So I'm like, like, the first tag team titles and then, like, the women's own intercontinental type title. Like I feel like that's how Stephanie McMahon can hear this podcast right now. She's like, "God damn it, Ronnie, shut up!" <laughs> like that's what we got in the works. But it makes sense. It's it's being inclusive. Like one of the things, one of the two the things that I've loved about comics, movies, and wrestling. Some of the things that I've lived and breathed and died for in my 32 years of life on this planet. They do a very great job or the really good ones do a great job of making products of their time. And we are currently in a time period where, like, you know, you got the movements like Me Too and Time's Up and those things happening where, like, you know, again, women are not just kind of standing, you know, they're just taking shit anymore. They're like, enough is enough. We gonna be equal as fucking genders or, you know, we gonna, like, start breaking shit. And it's like, okay, okay, let's give them what they want. Like, you know, so with wrestling going that way i think that they're going along with that time period you you know you have 
big movies like Wonder Woman that were great feminist statements and like you know great for the women's movement and again I, I, I agree with some people too listen you can't sit there and march from your keyboard at fucking Twitter you gotta get out there and you know make a statement and make a change and decide to like take action in order for shit to get done uh, but again that's that's uh, another story for another day um, I do think that we are going to get an Intercontinental title. I think what they may do is they may start a tournament after Royal Rumble for the tag teams. But it's kind of it's hard for the tag team right now because they don't really have the roster. Yeah, they don't really have. Like, who's who's teaming together? Sasha, uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey. Well, not well, not yet. They need more people. All those women that they that they brought on for the May Young Classic. I'm pretty sure some of them secretly got deals behind the scenes. Pretty sure. So they're. But they're, they're expanding the roster. It'll, it'll come. Maybe 2019 or whatever that, that'll be. It will definitely build. I think that the WWE is going in the right direction. Um, I feel confident about my stock. Um, <laughs> the, the last thing we're going to end on is something that was a funny thing that Ronnie actually uh, texted me late one night. I was just sitting around. I think this is what happened yesterday. Jimmy, yeah, last night. Jimmy Fallon had a special guest on there, which was uh, the New Day, but not only just the New Day from WWE. They also had Triple H and Stephanie on there. In a lip sync battle. In a lip sync battle. Do yourself a favor. Please go to YouTube. Wherever you can go and check out Triple H doing the lip sync battle. I'm not even going to tell you the song that he's singing because it would it, it would ruin the surprise. You're going to need to go and watch this for yourself. And please go on our Instagram, our Twitter, uh, our Facebook, and please, you know, let us know how you feel. Share that video. I I I can't actually. We're going to try and see if we can post that onto our page just because we've talked about it on this episode because it is just hilarious. I, re- I remember where I was when I was watching this. I was in my car sitting in traffic and I am dying laughing. I haven't like literally screamed out laughing like this in a very long time. So it is it's freaking hilarious. So please definitely check that out. Um, I think that pretty much wraps up where we were going in terms of. I think that's a wrap. I think that's a wrap. We're going to call it right now. Uh, But uh, we, again, thank you so much for tuning in for um, another wonderful episode. Um, We're calling it wonderful because, hey, look, we're happy that we're actually able to do this. And we're happy that you are able to listen and hear our voices uh, this this long. And please, we really encourage you to hit that subscribe button if you haven't. I was just going to say that. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Tell your friends to hit that subscribe button. Follow us on social media, Twitter, Ron Mar Podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Ronnie and Markel. And, uh, or shoot us an email, ronnieandmarkel at gmail.com. Absolutely. And again, remember, wherever you are, we are on uh, Twitter. We are on um Spotify, we are on uh, iTunes, uh, wherever you can get your podcast, we are available. So please subscribe. You can check us out even on SoundCloud. Um, and we're really happy to be able to do this and bring this content to you uh, every single week. Uh, once a week, we take our time out to just sit here, shoot the shit, and just really, you know, give you some news. Hopefully, this is some news that you know you haven't heard, uh, or maybe something uh, that you heard before. Uh, that you're like, oh, these guys are talking about it. Hopefully, we gave you a fresh new perspective. So. Oh, wait, and that must be fucking high as a kite because I said <laughs> I said the wrong Instagram. My Instagram is Ronnie Markel Podcast. So just correction. Just follow us, follow us, and uh, yep. 
that is the way to go guys we're gonna go ahead and uh wrap it up for now episode 21 see you around for episode 22 uh where we will talk more geek news all the stuff that we love and we'll love until the day we go to our graves so guys thanks again and we'll see you next time peace